Oh, thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome awesome. back to Shit Talk. Here we are, January 31st, 2023. A lot going on. Um, this week in news and politics and all over the globe, but we're joined with a, uh, a person I've been following on TikTok for quite some time, even though it's been tough. Um, Stephanie's joining us from, I believe, uh, the the capital area of uh, Canada here. Stephanie, Absolutely. welcome to Shit Talk. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. So you're, you're one of those people, like I say, you've been hard to keep track of there on TikTok. You were telling us before we started recording here, um, you you haven't even really been on the app very long. No, not really. No, July 2021 was my first account, I believe. And 11 yeah. bans in that time. Like that's, it's like a ban a month. That's some pretty good heavy hitting stuff. <laughs> I try. <laughs> but like you were saying, you had one of your first videos went damn near viral. Well, I guess it would have been viral at that rate. Yeah, yeah, it was 1.1 million views, I think it got in about it was about three weeks that I had my account. And what do you remember what that video was about at all? Or it was actually a screen recording that I took of um, there was like a, a meme on top that was Justin Trudeau. And he said that he wanted to lead Canada for another four years. And I mean, I didn't like that idea, but right underneath that meme was a short video clip of Dr. Evil turning his chair and driving towards the camera. And he says, how about no? And it like got so much traction and I had no idea what I was coming into on TikTok. I just thought that video was fucking hilarious. Yeah, sure. You know, there's people out there, the promo bots. I don't know if you've seen the lives with the promo bots. I don't know. But I highly recommend you look into a P-R-O-M-O-B-O-T-S. And they're literally selling robots, $20,000 that, that could kill people. Uh, Blaine and I have checked it out and creeped out. Yeah, it creeps me right out. But it's one of those lives that, and they never get banned. You know, it's yeah. weird, right? You've got people out there that are actually spreading disinformation and misinformation constantly yep. on TikTok about, you know, vaccines are effective. And, you know. No kids are dying. Like, sorry, that's racist. I'm. I apologize. Yeah, uh, our insensitive no, segment doesn't usually happen to the third part. Well, you know the the fact that somebody's done blackface. I know he's bad with math. He's math lexic or whatever. But if you've done blackface so many times that you can't count, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was born in the '80s. It was racist then. It was racist when he was doing it. That's where I stand on that. So racist is calling other people racist. It should be a moot point. Right? I agree. No, moron. It, it was interesting to see uh, Pierre Polyev go to the Chinese New Year celebration dressed up in Chinese garb after all the flack that he's given Trudeau for his racial appropriations, dressing like an Indian, doing the blackface, on and on and on. And here he is. And I don't know, I mean, unless maybe he has some heritage or whatever. I mean, I don't really care either way. Dress how you want to dress. I just thought it was kind of uh, hypocritical to, you know, if, if you're going to die on this hill of like, this guy is always culturally appropriating and here you go wearing a fucking kimono or whatever it is down to the Chinese New Year thing. Seemed, seemed well, a little I mean, off, off beat. He's on the perfect track for prime minister at this rate then. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about it. 
Because, <laughs> yeah, as long as, well, I don't know. He has to insult a few people and then tell a, a few more huge promises, right? So, so yeah, that's the true. credentials that's are true. being bilingual um, and then dressing up in at least one or two uh, as, as one or two other uh, races or ethnicities. I think that's all we I need think- to yeah, yeah. I think so. I think that's like the top two or three things that you need to do. And you may have to be a really, really, really good liar. See, so it's Mr. Dress Up prerequisites. Yep. Right? Because yep, someone has to right. understand what the dog is saying. So you I have think to you can both. You can be a bad liar too, though, right? You don't have to be a good liar. No. I think lying it's... is just a prerequisite on its own. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So those three things, that's all, you, that's all it takes to be PM. That's incredible. And uh, uh, rich parents, I think. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah. that's certainly helpful. You got to have those connections for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in Polyev's defense, I should say, they are, uh, his parents are both teachers. He was adopted from what I understand. And his parents are both working class teachers. So, you know, good on him. Like everybody says, oh, he's a career politician. Well, good on him for keeping a job. Right, the guy be the guy currently ruined the place has never held a job. The longest job he's held is dictator. He's honestly he's kind of good at it though. Like he's a good dictator. Okay. Nobody likes a dictator, but he's like good at not being liked. So. Well, he's Teflon. Nothing sticks to this guy. I mean, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the hallmark of it, right? Is that you can. All, it doesn't matter the amount of flack you can you can bring in the fucking War Measures Act and on your own people on your own people and be completely immune to any repercussions. You can buy the media like he's he's an effective dictator without a doubt. Absolutely, yeah. It's pretty easy to do when you buy the media though. With the taxpayers' money, yes. With the taxpayers' dollars, yeah, of course. You no, know, it's quite good, and yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a lot of odd connections when you look into him, like. Um, all of his friends and uh, that, you know, he went to school with and stuff. They've all got their hands in, in the pie. It's just this kind of revolving door, which is or typical of politics, up. I guess. That's yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of connections with that guy that uh, are a little bit interesting. Except to Castro, he will not do a DNA test. You know, to me, the silence speaks volumes that way. If he's Absolutely. refusing to do a DNA test, but he has no problem with showing people on TV how often he gets jabbed with a needle in his shoulder? Something's wrong. Yeah, right? you want you want everybody's medical status, but you don't want their their DNA status. It's interesting that you'd uh, make a distinction there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I mean, how do you look so much like someone and not have any relation? Is all I'm gonna say about that one. It's pretty striking. It's not one of these things where you're like, oh, it could kind of go one way or the other. He's very, yeah. very. He looks a lot like him. He does. He has his crooked smile and his nose and his brow are similar. It's it's undeniable. Well, and his mom was supposed to be a bit of a harlot, too, if uh, memory serves. Yep. From what I understand, she's a bit of a hoe. Yep. His dad was sterile. That was reported. Oh, and conveniently, so. weren't they in Cuba at the time of his conception? Uh, see, well, that's where the problem lies. A lot of people say they didn't she didn't meet Castro until five years after he'd been born. And I'm just like, what, were you there? Like, or right. were you their servant? How, like, please, when, when people say citation needed, that's where I'm like, citation needed right now. Like, <laughs> your show me the day planner. 
show me the calendars for that those five years to say that he, they never took advantage of the Canadian people by flying to Cuba for a, a special swinger party. You know, right. well, they definitely, well, I mean, you know, they'll like, give uh, you the list, but it'll just be blacked out. There was, I mean, Tr uh, Trudeau Sr. and Castro were like pretty good pals. They were chumming yep. around a lot. And especially during a time when they weren't really supposed to on the global stage. Yeah. Makes one wonder. And that was the time of the swinger. Well, and yeah. here, conspiracy theory time, guys. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Perhaps Nelson Mandela was there at the time during that swingers party and that's why he just has this natural um desire to do the blackface every now and again he's Maybe. got just enough in him that he has to you know feel his need to express it every once <laughs> in a while well the guy the guy is like you can tell that he's kind of purpose-built to be a drama teacher he loves to he loves the acting of things. I mean, no matter what, when he was doing his little stand up bit about uh, Polyev the other day, like somebody took his his rant about Pierre and put the Seinfeld opening music behind it. And it was fucking hilarious. I mean, it's not good comedy, well, by any means, but he had he had the kind of beats and the rhythm of somebody that was trying to do stand up with just terrible material, but really had like nothing but confidence in it. And uh, it was it was quite something to see. And so, you mm -hmm. know, it just everything he does, I mean, he's, he rings so fake in uh, like most of the times that he's talking, but he really delivers it with a lot of conviction. And I'm like, well, that is kind of what a drama teacher would be doing. Yep. Before they molested a student. Yeah. And before their roommate molested other people. Yeah, got caught with child porn child pornography even yeah but molest yeah. things like blackface it was super common back in the day and no one considered it no bad. one yeah. no one cares anymore because he's the prime minister now so like it's who you cares get that job and all's forgiven right that's that's the cool yeah. thing about it it's like being a god king you're like well you know everybody has a troubled past and we can't hold it against you in the same oh, way yeah. that you know with uh, a lot of these legal challenges that were brought forth um, because of the mandates, lockdowns, travel restrictions, most of them have been slapped down, not because there was a, a legal argument to be made, but because the court said, oh, it's moot due to the fact the impositions are no, or the mandates are no longer in effect, which is so strange because if you commit a crime, there's a statute of limitations, right? There's like, you know, seven mm -hmm. odd years where if evidence of that crime comes forward, you could be held accountable for it. But if the government, you know, trespasses on your rights, uh, but then for two, three years, but afterwards they get rid of those measures that they used to bring in, then say la vie. You know, it's we don't we don't we don't go back in time here in the government and the judicial no. system can't hold the government accountable for things that were done in the past. So as long as you make it through today and then today becomes yesterday, anything you did immediately absolved. And I'm just blown away by that. You're like, well, isn't that the whole point of the legal system at some on some fundamental level? The government, the government does not hold accountability for anything. They, uh, they make the laws. They do not follow them. Correct. But the, the, the whole idea of the judicial system is that it's that air gap from government laws. in some way. That's kind of, mm -hmm. that's what the, that's what the lie is anyway, that, yeah, yeah, obviously they're funded by the government and everything, but the judicial system is supposed to be impartial between government and individual, because how else does one hold government to account in a supposedly, you know, free democratic society? Oh, God. Democratic society. So we know that he's not good with numbers. Let's go back to that for a minute. 
Um, we do mark the anniversary here tonight, two days ago, with the arrival yeah. of the convoy in, in Ottawa. I understand you don't live beautiful. far from there, Stephanie. And uh, was there a small handful of people out to commemorate that that anniversary there? I know there's quite a few people here showing their there support. Was a, there was a few people, but the, uh, the Freedom Fighters located in the Ottawa area, I find are fairly limited. Oh, your, your um, microphone has got your soul right down there white collar kind of community and there's a lot of politicians sorry about that is that i'm not sure what's going on there's a little bit of a lag there yeah it seems like your internet's kind of popping in and popping out a little bit yeah i've been struggling with it for the last few days and i'm on just my data now and i'm hoping that that'll make it better but it's the newest form of censorship they're just gonna cut you off right at the source yep (laughs) Um, so there was, there was a handful of people. Yeah, there wasn't too, too many. I was hoping for a few more, but, um, it was, uh, it was okay. It was good. Unfortunately, a teenager got, got arrested, which is ridiculous. It, but... I thought it was two teenagers and it was, was it two teenagers? Oh, I, I saw a video of it and, um, uh, I saw the video afterwards when they were released cause they didn't really have any grounds to charge them with. And yeah. the, the kids were saying, uh, it was because of the poles that they had their flags on. And the cops hockey said that those, those could be a... Oh, they were actually... I don't know that they were hockey sticks. I believe they were actually just like wooden dowels or poles of some kind. And they said mm-hmm. that th- these poles could be used as a weapon. And, uh, and that was the kind of justification. Which begs the question, what's the difference between a pole and an assault pole? Was it a, was, were they assault poles? I, I just don't know if, if they've demarcated that because... We have seen that, you know, if you paint a gun black and you add a couple little features, all of a sudden it's an assault weapon. There was a good, there was a really good um, a meme with uh, uh, the stoves because everybody's talking about getting rid of gas stoves. And there's a white plain stove and it just says underneath it's stove. And beside it is like a black stove and it says assault stove. And uh, I got a good <laughs> kick out of that one. That's but hilarious. I, you know, begs the question with these poles. And yeah, this is the thing. There's just two kids walking around with flags on poles. And you're not even yep. allowed Canadian flags on poles, and you're not even allowed to do that in the nation's capital. It's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Not allowed to even congregate on the parliament grounds anymore. It's crazy. That's so for the that, special people. Well, that stands. That doesn't stand for all protests, from what I understand, too. It's only for protests that are demanding real change from the government, not protests for virtue signaling. Or, you know, expressing your individuality as a very, you know, minor group, but a minor group that every everyone should be taking notice of and and showing respect for, from what I understand. Yeah. I'm sure uh, if you went down there with, uh, you know, a big sign demanding that we send more munitions and money to Ukraine, they'd probably invite you right into the building and sit down with you, hang out, have a good time. Yep. It's an upside down clown world we live in right now. So weren't there some tanks being sent over there? Speaking of which. Yeah. I heard that India was sending tanks over. Are we supposed to be doing that too? What do they need so many tanks for? We're sending tanks, India sending tanks, Poland sending tanks, Germany approved tanks. And actually I believe Poland it was the... sending them tanks after they missiled them. Didn't Ukraine missile Polish people? 
Oh, that was an accident. That was friendly fire, I think they call it. Yeah. Oh, so accidents. Okay. Okay. So that's forgiven now. But the if military it would have been Russia, then it would have been fucking the end of the world, I guess. Yeah. These people like to pick and choose who the bad guy is, eh? And what kind of behaviors are bad coming from which individuals? Well, well plastic no, bags no are bad. They're they're terrible for the environment, but this war. You know, building tanks, really launching missiles. Good for the environment. Yeah, very, very good for the like climate change. It, the quickest way to form climate change is to drop a giant bomb right. on a landmass, right? That that climate will change very quickly. That ozone, that hole in the ozone layer needs to get bigger before they can they can really really give us some change here. Well, did you know the largest polluter on the planet and largest emitter of greenhouse gases isn't a country? It's the U.S. military. Hmm. All the countries Stronger. combined, you know, or all the countries individually can, even China can add up to the oil that uh, is burnt in the U.S. war machine. Jesus, Murphy. But yeah, you know, they can go, they can go and bomb Syria and, and Afghanistan and Libya and yeah. Sudan and Yemen and on and on and on and just engage in these endless wars. And nobody's batted an eye and been like, hey, you know, you're kind of violating, uh, you know, Libya's sovereignty or Yemen's sovereignty by doing but that. Those like, places it, require freedom, don't you know? <laughs> exactly, but it's just it's it's the the irony, right? When you look at Ukraine, and, you know, Russia does it in this in this respect, and everybody loses their heads, and you're like, "Where's the international outrage?" Like, oh, because they're an ally, so we're for you know committing bloodshed uh, just as long as they're on our team. But the whole pretense of like the nobility of the war and the you know, the struggle of these people and on and on is just so, so prominently stated. And it's hilarious because it's no one cares about the Yemenis, you know, and their sovereignty or their their want for independence. No, no, that's not important. The only thing that's important is the narrative. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And what's uh, what was pretty exceptionally horrifying, because I think last week we talked about how Ukraine I mean, Russia's been saying it for a while that they're practically at war with NATO, but Ukraine now says that it's it's NATO versus Russia. And then on top of that, just this week, I believe it was the German Minister for National Defense. It was some high up advisor or or minister rather in the maybe the the minister for foreign foreign relations who said that it's Germany has declared war on Russia. So a a huge escalation in terms of the narrative because this is a NATO country, a nuclear country that is now joining the fray. And so what happens when you back Russia into a corner and now it's, you know, if, if you make it hopeless for them or you point nukes at them and threaten them with the nukes and are able to push them back, like say NATO puts soldiers on the ground. It's not just armaments and tanks. Now there's German you know, because Ukraine's running out of men. They just did an extradition order through all of Europe. So if you're a Ukrainian living in Sweden or Holland or wherever, you're going to get forced to go back to go and die for this country of yours. Um, but they're, so they're running low. They're, they were taking 70% casualties. And I think it's called Bakhmut, the one of the the hotbeds there. So like they're they're getting pummeled right now. So what happens when you throw the Germans foot soldiers into this fray and or Russia finally sees that, okay, we can't win this. If, if every European country and the Americans or whatever put foot soldiers on the ground yeah. and how do you even justify a war then? Because 
if the whole principle of nuclear arms was mutually assured destruction, that if we have nukes and they have nukes, war can't escalate. We can't justify throwing bodies at it because we know that the ultimate escalation is nukes. It would just be pageantry to send 100 people to die versus another 100 people to die uh, when you know that the ultimate escalation isn't just missiles or artillery, but all-out destruction. That's, that's what ensured peace. But we're talking now like this isn't a deterrent. We're talking about this like we might have to use tactical nukes in this battlefield. And so what does that do from the perspective of Russia? Well, you're not ever coming. Here we are, the nation of peacekeepers, formerly. We're not going to the table to say, hey, let's have a little peace negotiation here. We're saying, no, let's send more and escalate this thing to a conflict that could wipe out humanity as we know it. And everybody seems to be on board, waving that Ukrainian flag, let's go. And it's, it's just fucking perplexing to me. Well, they're sure po- pushing that population control agenda. And what better way to control the population than with a war? Yeah, Especially sir. if you're sending all the young young men, right? Like you can't very well make babies without young men. Certainly, but it, well, you, would, you, you would have to have it, Russia would have to be in on it. It would have to be like a like a really high level secret cabal to be like we're we're doing this just to to sacrifice lives because again mutually assured destruction. Like is nobody paying attention to yeah. the eight like the age old doctrine that that meant the Cold War couldn't escalate escalate rather. It's crazy. It's insane. And I feel for the people of Europe, I am so grateful to be in uh, North America at this moment because we are less likely to be nuked. But um, I mean, anything can happen. Well, especially, I mean, Ottawa, we're, we're a bit more rural out here in BC, you know, and we, we got <laughs> Ottawa. I'm in a dangerous place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in more than one way, in the yeah. den of snakes. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I love it here. <laughs> so do you still suffer from phantom honking? I know we only have about a minute. But... <laughs> no, I never I never suffered with phantom honking. So it's I strange... was the phantom honker. Okay. Have has there been any research done? Are you aware of any numbers out there about like what percentage had the adverse reactions from the trucker convoy? Well, considering like the, there was there's only like I don't know within the walking distance of all the honking there's not that many condos like there couldn't have been that many people displaced you know hmm. so I mean yeah. I think that's a big crock of baloney so um I know we probably will get cut off here but Michelle Rempel I don't know if you guys saw the video there where She's released this report. She found that this hotel in Calgary was given $450,000 per person for 15 people for a quarantine hotel. So, yeah, that's what, $7 million you were saying, Blaine? Yeah, that's what it worked out to for 15 people. The the little uh, thing that everybody was saying it was, why didn't you just buy them all a house at that rate? I mean... Condo, at least get them a substantial down payments in Canada. Maybe you couldn't buy one outright, but yeah, and it yeah. was for a short stay. But they had kept paying the bill for, from what I understand, they just kept paying that amount. Are you guys talking about the hotels? Yes. Okay, so do you guys know that the money actually went to the CPC, which is China? 
Because China, if you uh, do a history into the hotels, China actually owns all of the hotels that were contracted. I, oh, I, the CCP. I, was, I, was I huge see. On this Shocking. One. This one I'm I was shocked. so big on. Like this one I was like ranting like crazy. I deep dived into this shit. It all went to the public of China. Um, it, They have uh, holders in every single hotel that was contracted. Like you can go and search every name in every city, whether it was Alberta, Ottawa, Toronto, and they all had ties back to China. Well, no wonder they're so good with money. Because we're not. That's as simple <laughs> as it gets. It's a payoff. The budget will balance itself. Don't worry about that. Well, I, I just I think it was a payoff because remember, we bought those vaccines that never got approved from China. So they had to pay the bill somehow. And I think that they laundered the money and they paid the bill. Like I I listen, I was like right up on this shit last year. Like it was <laughs> well, is it is it very hard to believe when like the taxpayer of Canada is just the you know, like the the coffer, the the, the bankroller for any every other country but our own. Uh, Ukraine, we've got forty billion. China, as much money as we need, and again, we've talked about this before. Still can't get water to the reservations, clean well, drinking we, water. Like, were weren't there? Okay, at the beginning of like all this fucking disastrous bullshit with COVID, weren't <laughs> they saying to like the distilleries of Canada to stop? creating alcoholic beverages and do the the sanitizer and with the promise of providing them with something like 300 million dollars or 200 billion dollars with 200 million dollars whatever the hell it was i can't remember off the top of my head and then instead of giving the money to those distilleries they sent all that money to china for the very same hand sanitizer that was being created here in canada and then giving away they were the distilleries were giving it away for free yeah. under the promise that they were going to be reimbursed for it. And I don't think they ever saw that money. But um, I know a couple of people that went under for that. And um, here's the thing, though, where where we got to look at the, the universe and the karma of things. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those people, when they were making those sanitizers, were virtue signaling. Oh, and for saying, sure. oh, Look at what we're doing for free. We're doing it because we care about our fellow man and put your mask on and wear our sanitizer. So yeah. in reality, your karma kind of caught up to you because you didn't get paid to virtue signal. And we're seeing this daily now and I'm fucking loving every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very true, right? It's very true. They wouldn't have done it if they weren't promised those dollars for exactly. sure. But I mean, if you think about it, you, you can think of nurses and doctors the exact yeah. same way. They would not be treating patients who had this deadly COVID virus that was going to kill everybody before there was a vaccine unless they were getting paid. Like if they weren't being paid, they would be like, no, thank you. I'm going to go home. Well, it's the same with Team Halo. Team Halo, if they didn't have a, a, a contract with the Who and TikTok, they wouldn't be on TikTok sitting there doxing anyone that speaks against the narrative. Those motherfuckers. How right come on. I didn't get, I said this in one of my TikTok videos, how the fuck come I didn't get paid to troll those motherfuckers as much as they trolled me? Right. I worked right? really hard on those troll videos. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to do a lot of research. You know, like I, at the end of the day though, at least we're like 10 times smarter now than, and we'll be prepared for the next bullshit they pull.
Well, and we can hold our heads high knowing that we were spreading truth and awareness. And, you know, as much as people were hating on us, we were giving them information that they are now like, shit, we should have listened. Yeah. Why, I didn't they, why didn't they tell us more? Motherfuckers, I got, tell people, you, you I got people in my inbox now being like, you, you, how did you know? Excuse me. What do you mean? How did I know? I called it out the very first fucking day. And if you didn't follow along and y'all should know, I don't lie. Like, that's the biggest thing. I don't fucking lie. So if I'm saying shit and taking bans, like, why? Right. Like, and the amount of times, I don't know about you. Well, you're you're still getting banned, but my account yeah, is still up. It's still fucking going. And I'm like, How, what's going on here? How am I lasting so long? I'm still getting banned because I, I just instigate. I instigate <laughs> war on TikTok, you know? Like, you I just, to. I piss everyone off. But you do it with truth and you do it so like, just so great because they don't know what to, (laughs) you know, you know, they're like sitting in their mom's basement, fucking triggered too, right? You probably go and sit up against the wall and do the whole like, (laughs) and every time I start a new account, I'm like, I'm like, man, it's the, it's the same trolls. Like I get the same trolls. So I know that I'm living rent free in the minds of these people. And I think that is what gives me all the power, you know, (laughs) like I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Well, there is no bad publicity. That's the whole thing is they spread it around. Can you believe what so-and-so is saying? And then you just get viral on their hatred and, and then it spreads to people that can actually be receptive of it and and enjoy your content. And you're like, well, thanks for the free ads guys. Yeah. Well, they, they have, um, little group chats. So uh, when you notice that one comes and the 20 of them come all at the same time, because they yep. have group chats like WhatsApp or whatever, and they go it's Reddit. after. It's oh, Reddit. See, I'll, I, I have been told on... they fucking hate me on Reddit, and I can't I find it. It's like I won't <laughs> even look because, like, that's like I listen. Like my address and shit's probably all out over there. Like, fuck oh my that. God, I know, right? <laughs> like, they're just. It, but here's the thing: like, they, I don't think they're like understanding that everything's coming to an end. You you think that we're gonna sit on TikTok? for more than another year like the world is going to go back to normal like not normal but it's going to be better but we're going to the election like everything is going to happen and it's all going to be in our favor and then they're going to have their girl the one with the bat who the fuck takes a bat to a protest and it wasn't they weren't even protesting it was a fucking reunion it crazy like woke up and brought a fucking bat like there we've now taken it off of social media into real life that's that's yeah. mental that is, is this, yeah is this what, what 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 go back where did this bat at a protest what um so they did the reunion on the weekend like i the girl's calling it a convoy 2.0 she's misinformed because that's in winnipeg yeah, that's, so yeah. she's she's misinformed but um yeah she's some crazy leftist and she uh, took a baseball bat and one of those megaphones to the um, reunion. Yeah, to uh, Parliament Hill. Yeah, to Parliament Hill where everybody was gathering. She said nothing but started shit. She used ableist terms. She used gay slurs. Um, and then she smacked a guy in the face with the megaphone. I have that video on my account. And I she also... Yeah, she also smacked some girl that was going to fucking just lay it on her. And uh, yeah, she brought a baseball bat and chose violence. Like, legit. 
and then went and did a whole video and said um how uh she was the victim she I hit saw her-, her video yeah and, and so, this was the second time that she's done it. Like she was she at the convoy apparently the first time. Like, what the hell? Speaking of victims, child. speaking like, of victims, did anybody see the Project Veritas? Uh, uh, the the two videos from them. So, yeah. uh, for those that didn't see it, uh, the mm-hmm. Project Veritas they do the undercover camera work, and they yeah. you know they they send a an attractive person with a little mic or a little uh button camera to yeah they've done it before to other pfizer execs corporate execs politicians dinner dates and dinner dates and stuff like that it's like these little sting operations that people don't know that they're being recorded and so it was the head of research and defense or sorry uh r d research and development development. yeah sorry brain fart there brain fart there um head of research (laughs) and development and uh, he's, he's, you know, he's a gay dude. And so the, the guy across the table that was taken, they went on like three dates or something like that. And uh, so he just starts blabbing, like after a couple of drinks, admits that uh, Pfizer is actively mutating the COVID virus to release to the public so that they have the vaccine that's ready to fight it. They said that they were doing serial passage through monkeys, which is gain of function research yeah. in-house to make their own version of the COVID virus to spread so that they could give a vaccine that would actually work for it. He also said, you know, stuff that we all know that, uh, that it's very like almost guaranteed that the original virus came out of the lab in Wuhan and that they're doing a very similar thing themselves. He says in the video that he thinks it's bad for America, but it's good for Pfizer. And he doesn't really seem to have any moral compunction about working for them, which was quite something. What, the, the what video did you say the guy's okay. title was again? I didn't. I didn't know what what, what his title was. He's head of head, research and development. Yeah, or the director or head of research and development. How, that, he, did you hear him he talk? Was, he sounds like a surfer from California. Like, dude, like, oh my god, like, what are you doing, dude? Like, well, you won't you find him. You won't me, find okay? him anymore because they, they completely wiped him. Like, you yeah. won't even. You can't even Google him. They completely wiped him. But my oh, favorite snap. part of this whole thing was the follow-up video where <laughs> uh, James O'Keefe, the head guy from Project Veritas, goes to him in a restaurant and just sits down at a table with him. This guy's clueless. And my favorite part is that there's they showed an earlier clip from like the first dates with um, with the undercover guy of uh, the head of R&D saying on camera, he's like, why are you asking so many questions about Pfizer and like where I work and stuff? And he's like, oh, I'm just curious. And he's like, well, it's just like, it's really concerning to me because there's this, like this conservative organization that's out there. And they like, um, they, they like film people, like they'll, they'll, they'll like uh, undercover, like film people and stuff. So he's aware that like this Project Veritas type thing exists out there and, and is worried that he's in, involved in one of these things, but then he's too attracted and to this guy to go on and, and then proceeds to just go on exactly and and yeah. and blab which was the the funniest bit but the second video where he just flips out he has a conniption fit because uh James O'Keefe comes in there shows him on the iPad he's like what is this what is this I can't even believe this is happening like what is this he tries to call the cops on him he has them locked in the restaurant 
He goes and like grabs the iPad out of James O'Keefe's hand and smashes it on the floor in a tantrum. He tells he everybody. In front of their car. Did you see the one where he jumps in front of the car? When they're oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like door. I, I was lying. I was lying. He kept on saying, he's like, just like every man on a date, I was lying to impress a date. Okay. I was just lying. Like <laughs> the most specific crazy lie. Could you imagine being on a date and thinking, Here's how I'm going to impress this this uh, this other person I'm attracted to. I'm going to lie about the government. I'm going to lie <laughs> oh, no, about lie my about company mutating a wild vaccine to in to infect people with. You're like that, and and I'm going to be unconcerned about the repercussions of that. What a strange lie that you think that that's going to attract to me. If I was sitting across from a girl and she's telling me she works at a company and she's like glibly talking about how they're risking the lives of people to make profit. And she's not morally concerned at all. I'd be like, well, that's a red flag. You know, yeah. and no one in their right mind would use that as a lie. It was just so just, funny. He's, he's like, just too I'm stupid. So clearly lying. Well, did you see the follow-up video today? They they rented a they rented a bus that had like four sides, and they have the guy's face on it. I yeah. right in front of Pfizer. We parked like, right in front of Pfizer. That yeah. was hilarious. Amazing. I did the not trolling. Like that's awesome. You know, like it's it, I I'm loving I'm loving that people are fighting back now. Like it's but I said this from the beginning that um they I truly believe they had two different vaccines. Um the virus didn't do what it was supposed to do. It didn't take out enough people. So that's why they're now working on a bigger virus. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to talk to you about before on the chat there and that's the scariest thing of it all is that we we know that they were funding this stuff before we even heard any word of of the like they're makes they're signing contracts for like the, the dispersal of this vaccine before any the whole world had even heard about yep. covid yep. like months yep. like literally like months before it so that so when this guy comes out and says what he says i mean it's no we all kind of the whole world at least that are on the same page as us is gathered that yes they released the thing so it's like you're saying lizzie what are they going to have next i mean even bill bill gates was like yeah that was the first one but uh the next one's <laughs> going to be scary or whatever he said it's like well, what are you talking yeah. about dude like you know well, what the next one they... is, was this all a practice run for the next yeah. big one that's going to be didn't so they talk about the world's going to be devastated didn't... for reals this time well, we are devastated. Look at how many losses we're taking daily, whether it be in our personal lives, whether it be friends, family. Um, we we are, like I said, I, I truly believe that they thought that virus was going to take out a lot more people. They had yeah. the two different vaxes. They had one that would have cured everybody that was dropping dead in the streets, or they have the one that is the actual genocide. And because that virus didn't take out enough people, the vaccine is. So I truly believe there are two different vaccines. There is the cure for this man-made virus, bio-warfare. Everything we've been through is bio-warfare and um, psychological warfare. Yeah. Then we move on to everyone being like, oh, we're going into World War III. Guys, it's World War IV. We just did three years of World War III. I'm sorry. We we just did World War III. Yeah. It was all psychological. And war comes in many forms, and we have to move with the times. And everything is psychological right now. Every fucking thing. Like, it, it's the down to the color like everything was per like perfect the way that they did the cases and the recoveries and the deaths, like the way they had that all and the colors because colors yeah. mind work people and brainwashes 21 days. They did this for three years. Everything is it's, it's crazy. Like, and I'm, I'm nervous to see what we walk into next because 
I, I, it's all climate crisis next. Like this is where this is where well, we are cyber attacks. Yeah, cyber attacks where... are actually taking taking uh, yeah. a grand stand right now. I know here in the Okanagan we had one. Um, Blaine, did you catch this one on the news here lately? So one of our college, um, they tracked it down to some college students, but they had somehow hacked into the school computer and got everybody's personal information and then held yeah. it for ransom and said, hey, we'll release this information if you don't, or we'll sell this information to whoever if you don't pay this ransom. And they're still, they still haven't found out exactly how many students or who all it exactly was, right? But again, whether it is kids doing that, if it's kids doing that against the government, great. If, you know, but the whole idea that everybody's scared of a cyber attack, I'm more afraid that the government can make a phone call and stop somebody from having a bank account. Yeah. I'm more afraid that the government can take, like, I'm, I'm like, for me, I'm more afraid that the government can literally stop me from going to see my parents in a 15 minute fucking city. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't even give a shit about the fucking electric cars. I don't even give a shit about what's coming on this stupid gas stoves and whatever. I'm more scared that when they start making these fucking districts, because let's face it, everybody on this podcast right now, you guys are at a minus 5 billion. Okay. We ain't getting no social credit score. Oh my We're God. No. Anywhere. We're not I won't even money. be able to leave my house, <laughs> let alone my <laughs> district. You. Like, like, they're going to allow your food delivery because you told some weak minded individual to go, to go fuck, fuck themselves. themselves. Exactly. <laughs> but you got to look at this. Is that they're coming this... from so many angles because, like yeah. you say, like uh, the, the social credit score is so broad, they can rope in whatever they deem Everything. is, is anti-society yeah. in there. And we see yeah. that with food because under the guise of the climate crisis, yeah. you know, uh, cow farts are, are ca causing changes in the weather. So we got to be careful them there. If you, well, then they've already launched uh, uh, bank cards that track what, what your carbon footprint is. I think it was yeah. Van City or whatever is the bank in BC MasterCard. here. That's, MasterCard that's... signed up for that too in Canada. So that's oh, coming, good. MasterCard. And yeah. so that's well, one step Whole away Foods. from saying there's Whole Foods already that has a, a like those gates that you have to like swipe your ID card or whatever to get into. I can't remember where it was, but I remember it was a I think it was a Safeway or a Whole Foods or something like that. I can't recall. And and you've seen those, you've seen those gas stations where you have to you have to scan in your ID before the freezers open. Yeah. You've seen those on TikTok yet? Well, yeah. You bought too much gas this month. You you bought two servings of red meat you you know these could all be violations of that score and you say no it's only crickets for you for the next month because <laughs> you exceeded your carbon footprint allotment yep and like i will never give up any of uh, anything that i'm doing because everything that they're saying is wrong like guys again the earth is always hot it's always been heating up uh, we were told in science class that we were going to have the weather of California and California was going to original eventually have four seasons. This is where yeah. we're moving into. This is, this is science. But guys, remember science doesn't fucking exist unless, unless you make it up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, unless exactly. You Did you know that in ancient Rome, it was a degree and a half warmer uh, on like the, the planet's temperature was averaging a degree and a half warmer than we are right now. So things seem pretty great in ancient Rome as far as human civilization. Like we made it through it. We also made it through a fucking ice age. That's, well, I mean, that climate it. changes, right? That's the whole purpose of climate. The climate is just like 
different weathers. But well, you they, know, and, and the, the, the scientists just found out. Sorry. The fact they're just constantly spraying us every day has nothing to do with the climate changing now, does it? No, those are totally normal, normal <laughs> clouds up there. Those are cumulonimbus clouds, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that grid, clouds. that grid they make in the sky, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. then it turns into That's that totally fuzz. Natural. That's been there since even before airplanes. It was actually ducks exactly. would make those camp, those those trails behind them. <laughs> that must be where the emissions are coming from. Those duck farts. It's not the cows. It's the yeah. ducks. The ducks were eating too much red meat or, or or something or too many grains and they were flying out there and they made this grid. It turned into this diffuse cloud that just blocked out the sun. And so that's that why, bread. why do you think Ducks Unlimited is, you know, fighting Unlimited. their fight? Yeah. Yeah. It's they, more, like, there's probably more ducks. ducks in the world than there are bugs. That's how bad it's gotten with this change of the climate. I mean, right? does anybody like a Canada goose? <laughs> no, the fucking evil cobra chicken. I used to when I was little. They got more violent. Like we we used to live by a pond, and they became liberal. Just and kidding. they would <laughs> attack us. They just got really violent. Like it's like they they took they ate like liberal food. I don't the liberals right? eat too much. I I don't know. Like <laughs> they're just well. That brings up that brings up that topic books. we were talking about during the break, which was a. Uh, a pro protest for a drag show. <laughs> there was they they basically had an entourage of people outside. That's like everybody dressing in blue to go to Avatar, but not going into the theater. Just right? standing outside and yelling. Just standing outside, letting everybody know that you know you're supporting Avatar. I guess yeah, I don't no I don't understand it. Um, Debbie, sorry, we didn't introduce you as here. Debbie is here from Shediac, and we've got uh, Mike back from Yak. So Shediac Yak and back. Um, yeah, there you go. Steph, you got a you got a quick wrap to throw that into or that's that's a tongue twister. No, I don't I don't I don't no God. No, I talk shit. I don't sing. Come on. <laughs> uh, anything about the uh the drag show story time updates? Well, here I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys something. So so I, oh, I oh. brought my I brought my kid to this uh this taught fun time thing or whatever, right? which I haven't brought to her in a long time. She's getting a little bit older. She's kind of on the, on the top end, but all these mothers came, I was the only father in there. Okay. All these mothers came in with their babies on this, this new generation of mothers. And I felt like I was in like a hippie commune or something looking at these young, <laughs> like nose piercings and like unwashed hair and like clothes that look, look like Kanye West designed them. And I was just like, Holy man, I felt really out of place compared to like, when my daughter was the, the child, where there's like a bit more people my age or whatever there, like this new generation. And then this, and then the I new generation of birthing people. I thought if I, yeah, if I thought of, <laughs> if, if, if I brought up any of this stuff that we're talking about them, they would, they would eat me alive. Like, oh my God, like you left, would get like thrown crazy. out of there. So then I'm like, oh, I'm the only guy here, right? So then, um, then this father comes in. I'm like, finally, I see this guy oh, no. coming in the door, right? <laughs> This guy's like such a dork. Like he's got this little toucan and stuff. I'm like, who, who is this guy? And then he opened his mouth and started talking. I was like, what woman opened their legs for this weirdo? Like, dude, like, I'm just like, what the? I'm like, I got to get out of here, man, before these people start stabbing me or something. I just felt so uncomfortable in place. Like, these are the people that are going to be running the world soon. I, 
I'm telling I know you. that so feeling. They're, they're, out, they're the, probably the ones outside supporting the, the drag queen. I'm telling you, man. I, I couldn't believe so it. So you took you took your kid to a drag queen story time? Is that what you were saying? No, it wasn't a, it wasn't a drag queen story time. It's just like a kid's play time. But... Oh, so totally off topic. But yeah, we get what you're saying. So to, to How many moms had, a, had an Adam's apple? That's what I want to know. Right? Uh, moms, I use the term loosely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know they all have those like nose piercings. It's birthing people. Remember, remember, they're trying to erase all of the women. Like it's we're not allowed to exist right now. Yeah, we're I guess not I'm, just, no. I'm just I'm just I'm just when I look at you two two lovely ladies, I, I look like I see normal normal. When Thank I look you. at them, I see like I've been in the hippie <laughs> commune in Vancouver Island once, and they called... look like they came from there. It's really bad when we're being called normal. Like it's like honestly, like I I I appreciate it, but it's really <laughs> fucked up. And and I said this a, a million times. It's really fucked up when we're the normal ones, because neurodivergent women, especially, and stuff. You know this. We're not fucking normal. Like we're no. We're, like, we do everything ass backwards, and we're <laughs> like cray cray. But we're at a point now that when I look at, it, I'm like, how the fuck am I the only normal one sitting here? And I'm with you, Mike. Um. I went to my daughter's uh, meet the teacher shit and I looked around at all the parents and I was like, what the actual fuck is this shit? (laughs) And then I found one person that was wearing uh, freedom over fear hoodie. And I was like, bitch, we can be friends. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter, she's 11. And obviously I haven't hidden any of the going ons of the world in the last three years from her. Um, so she informs me tonight, this girl added her to kids, Facebook messenger. And she's like, yeah, she's my best friend. And I was like, okay. Cause you know how they are. And she's like, yeah, she hates Trudeau too. And I was like, well, you guys can't really be going bonding. That's hilarious. These are these, I I had to say to her, these are adult things. (laughs) Yeah. You can hate them. And I'm grateful that you see everything that's going on. But please don't go to your woke teacher because let me tell you, she's fucking woke that you hate Trudeau because that's just a whole, <laughs> that's a whole can of worms that mom does not need opened. <laughs> I, 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 she, um, her teacher's a little out of control and I don't call the school. I never email the school. I'm like one of those moms. My kid goes to school. I just keep up to date with what you're yep. teaching her. But other than that, I don't care. So something had happened last week and I actually had a call and I said to the principal, I'm like, you know me, I don't answer your emails and I don't call you. And he's like, no, to get a call from you is like serious, right? Like, cause I don't fucking call. I don't care. But yeah, this was just, it was telling them that they're disrespectful, that she does so much for them and they just treat her like shit. And I was like, what? (laughs) You've heard your bitch. (laughs) Wow. My uh, my kid's principal has the same last name as a political figure in this city. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, this is generational politics. And she's the principal of the school. <laughs> like, uh oh. So I made my presence known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that this is the thing, like, there's so many of us, but there's so many of us that are quiet. And we understand, yeah. like, listen, People have jobs, people like we get it. I but here's we're so far in now and yeah, gotta speak up because you're gonna meet people like me and you that yeah, we'll talk for you. 
We'll cuss yeah. people for you. We'll yep. laugh about things for you, but we also get burnt out. Yeah, I had yeah. a very similar it's conversation. Exhausting. I had a very similar conversation kind of about this with my sister. Um, she has kind of come around on the whole COVID vaccine thing. She got her shots and everything, her first two, but credits me just wearing on her like water on rock about the dangers don't and she refuses to get her kid vaccinated now and i was like, okay well, i've had some wins we're we're slowly changing you know a lot of my family's kind of come around in that in my close family just because of my relentlessness and you know the data that i provide and on and on but still doesn't see the gravity because i was saying to her you know because i talk about this a lot it upsets me when i see young kids i see on my spotify an ad for from the bc government saying go get your kid vaccinated and it just drives me my makes my blood boil because i'm like don't risk these fucking children's lives and so we got in this conversation she's like well why don't you do something about it i was like why don't you do something about it like i'm trying i'm out here you know compiling government data and trying to you know doing podcasts whatever just like just talking and I'm, and I'm telling you i did something i changed your individual world a little bit so you don't get your kid but now that you know better what are you doing? You're not doing anything. So it's incumbent upon you to keep spreading this message because this is the thing is that like, you're a bigger victim than I was, is what I said to her, because you actually got the shot. I didn't. I was a victim of, of definitely some, you know, tyranny here. I couldn't leave. I couldn't socialize on and on. That's nothing compared to have being, well, being forced to keep your job for one, uh, you know, it, it, by getting this thing, but also being lied to, no informed consent. You're, you know, the Nuremberg Code was violated, and you're a victim of that, right? You and all the your the people in your union and everybody should be getting together and saying, "What the fuck did you do to us?" That's the that's who should be fighting right now. I'm like, you like, need to be upset. It's for I, you to I be upset know, right now. Like, I want to know why. Like, when Canadians got so weak. Like, I want to know. Like, for me, if if I took this voluntarily, which I would never. But if I did, and then I found out that I was completely lied to, why are they quiet? Because like me, I'd be burning shit down. Like I, I would, you know, like I, I just cannot comprehend because privately people will come to you and say, I fucked up. I'm so sick. My heart, like whatever. So why are you quiet? Right. Yeah. Like, like we why, are... why are you not fucking burning shit down? Why are you not at parliament? Why are you not demanding shit i i what when did the, we become these are the weird? same people these are the same people that want the government to tell them what to do right they're the ones that they they thrive on structure and being told what they need to do for work and what they need to eat and what they need to do for the doctors and these people thrive on complacency because they were trained to be complacent we were lucky enough those of us who are are strong-minded we're lucky enough to be able to like keep our keep our own individuality and be able to to truly see what's going on while we watch other people conform. Because I, the ones conforming don't see the conformity. They don't see like, that. They see that as being, you know, for being doing their part for the greater good and blah, 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 blah. But doesn't I'm, that illusion I'm get stopped. shattered when something that big happens to you? That's my point is that you like think. you would fucking hope so. And it's just yeah. maybe it hasn't been expressed. Like she ended up kind of agreeing with me like, yeah, OK, I, I do need to talk to my friends and I, I should be doing more. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. you should also be like upset. It's this is the time. That's what the emotion is for right is this, yeah. the time to be upset isn't over drag story hours 
you know, right. dumb as that shit is, that's, it, mm. it's to be upset about the, the crime against humanity that was perpetrated on you. And, yeah. and, and it's been noted before, but like now all of us get to see what it was like to live in 1930s Germany and watch this mind pathogen spread among a highly educated population. And yet all these people that consider themselves good and stuff just kept on going along, kept on going along. And before they knew it, they, they weren't aware of their surroundings or how far they'd gone. They were hating their neighbor. They were blaming, you know, minorities for disease and for poverty yeah. and for all these things and, 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 and agreeing that yes, they should be locked up and rounded up. And then- Well, that, that's the scary part is like how many people <clears throat> I seen post on their fucking the scary part about that is when they start locking everybody down and nobody speaks up is this the life that we're leaving for our children because they won't know generations won't know freedom they won't know what it's like to be able to go away or get in your car and go to alberta or even visit their grandparents um and anyone that's been away to cuba and you want to talk 15 minute cities and I don't mean Keo Coco or Keo Santa Maria. I mean, Havana and Veradero. You want to talk 15 minute cities. There's their 15 minute cities and that's communism. Yeah. So this is where the fuck we're heading. And this is, it's fucking scary. One of the weird things I was thought I was thinking the other day, speaking of Nazism, they're blaming us just like, and it's kind of like a weird, dark thought. So forgive me about this. I'm not trying to imply any, anti-Semitism or anything like that but when these when the Jewish people were in line to the gas chamber or whatever and you there's pictures of it and you don't want to see the pictures or whatever but we're, we're all of them like like I don't want like should we fucking like rush these motherfuckers or like run or something but no they just fucking like went to the line like what would you rather do just go into, like did they even know what was going on like what the I, fuck? Think, I think it's the fear of the guns dude it's the fear well, of the and life. they were starved, right? They were yes. starved and they were like, beaten yeah. and they like they were abused on so many different levels many that, of them that were their self-worth for... was gone. By yeah, the time they were lining up, they were just like, Well, fuck, it's better than being starved yeah. and beaten. Yeah. If they like, didn't know that think that's that they, what it was, they, right? They had no they had no weapons, they had nothing, and they're yeah. like, you gotta you gotta and no one was helping were... them. And they were killing wives and children in front of the husbands. Like they were killing the husbands in front of the wives and children. Like again, psychological warfare, right? Like yeah. they, I hate to say it, but governments and shit, they are ahead of us. And we're catching oh, sure. because everything right now is in real time and we see it. And that's the beauty of us and our brains and how we see the world in different colors and all these different things. But they are ahead of us. Like they know how to, and I think with us, like, and that's one thing that I love is the brain. I love the beauty of knowing psychologically why people are manipulated, why it's easy to brainwash and how many, like the most important thing that anyone needs to take 21 fucking days. You want to change your routine, do it for 21 days. And it is so natural. And yeah. and this is what people are not, and the right people on the right are just as brainwashed as well, people on the left. What's 21 days? Oh, for it's, sure. the, so it's the 30 90 want, rule. It, you want it takes 30 routine, days to make a habit and 90 days yeah. to make a lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, 20, right, right. Yeah. So like 21 days for at, brainwashing. Yeah. You want to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning, do it for 21 days, and your fucking alarm clock will just do it. You won't yeah. even need you like anything you want to change 21 fucking days. And we just did three years of this shit. 
So, and, and I mean, down to the colors you want someone, if you guys are going to a meeting with someone that, you know, is ignorant, rude, horrible, wear purple because purple opens that penile gland and it makes people fucking happy. Wear purple. Yeah. Like it, it's all down to colors. It's down to uh, the way you speak to people. It, it's really like, again, they played a, and they did good. They did fucking, I can't believe so many Canadians fell for this. And I'm ashamed of friends and family that sat there and were like, you're fucking crazy. Well, yeah. Yes, I am. This is expected behavior, bitches. You think I was ever going to line up for a fucking shot? I was, I knew about, like, I woke up in 2016. I fucking knew about Big Pharma since 2016. Mm. This whole thing smelled. It smelled bad. I'm so blessed. Like my mom is a fucking superhero, man. She raised me to question everything, including her. Like (laughs) if she was like, she was like, she would tell me something and I'd be like, I don't think that's right. She'd be like, okay, prove me wrong. I was like, all right. And then she like, she's a holistic nutritionist. So she like pays attention to like the medicines and, and natural medicines or alternative medicines. And like, she always was like, okay, well, what do I need? The doctor is going to tell me I need this, this kind of medication. So what can I get naturally that's going to give me what this says it's going to do for me? That's a really important so we, point. The, the, the ability yeah. to have conversations with people because we've become so divided that yeah. we, don't, we don't converse. And that's the thing is that we, the whole point of conversation is to keep an open mind, is to be willing to hear somebody else's point of view and then judge it against what your preconceptions are and then come to another understanding. And obviously everybody knows that on some intrinsic level, but that part of our brains, largely speaking as a society, not us, shut off during this conditioning that we were put under. And it was the same thing that like to tie it back to Germany and propaganda and, and hating the other, right. They'll tell you the, the opinion of the other, right. They didn't, the news didn't go to an unvaccinated person and say, why didn't you get it? What are your concerns? And then pass the mic over to you. They told <laughs> you what the opinion of these people were. Oh, they're yeah. hateful. They're bigots. They're misogynists. They're racists. And so the thinking was done for you. And this is what I'd like uh, just to touch on a little bit is how, like Mike, you were talking about, you know, how the Jews, why they didn't, you know, rush them and how they got into this situation or they didn't, you know, nip it in the bud because this this happened for you know hitler was in seven in years uh sorry in power for seven years before they began the second world war um, and look where we are look and where we are and so but it's this slippery slope because even as a victim you're still a victim of the propaganda so like you're you're a victim of the propaganda as it affects the other germans and then yeah. they go on to oppress you but you think well, surely this will end. Surely this won't get any worse. Surely, surely, surely it ends here. They said it's going to end here. So here's where it ends. We're just going to have to live in the ghetto for a bit, but things will get better. We'll pray and, and hope for the best kind of thing. And then it's like, you know, it started way before the ghettos. It's just, you know, uh, you couldn't do, you couldn't, it was like uh, segregation. You couldn't use the bathrooms. You couldn't go to certain shops. And then there was crystal knocked where you couldn't own a business and they, they burned down your businesses and broke your windows. And so it was just this slow progression over time. And that's the thing is that like, if you put somebody directly onto stage 10 of that or, or threaten them with like the camps right away, they'll revolt. Hell no. But if you slowly, slowly, slowly push them into it before you know it, you're already there. And you're like, we got pushed so far and now it's too, too late to do anything. 
And it's so boiling this- frog syndrome. It's it's yes. boiling frog syndrome, and that's where we're at yeah. right now. We've been saying this, like they they they, and everything they do in different provinces. And this is what I'm I'm grateful for TikTok for, is that we were able to connect with people that were all across Canada all over yeah like and, and I'm and I'm grateful for the states and Australia and whatever but we needed to know you know what BC was doing what Ontario was doing what Quebec was doing because what they were doing was testing each province to see yeah. what what Canadians would put up with so Quebec's curfew there was no way you were doing that in Ontario no. like there was like and when Dougie tried excuse me the cops uh that can stop you when you're out of your house that was a lesson to all Canadian, like all the governments. You can't fuck with it because the cops said no. Not the yet. only cops, the only cops that went along with it was fucking OPP, and of yep. course OPP is RCMP. They're all fucking dirt. Yep. Oh, now I'm gonna get pulled over. <laughs> no, so there's a great uh, do, quote. From, do I have uh, this? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, there's a great quote from Mark Twain, I believe it is, and it's, um, "History doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes," and yeah. so when when we look at what happened after World War II in response to that, because even the German, a lot of the German people were like, how do we let it get this far? How do we do this? You know, especially when they brought them to the concentration camps and they saw it firsthand, they've been hearing all the propaganda, but they, you know, they were detached from the reality of what happened. Once they were, once the world had seen what has gone on, there was the whole never again, right? Like we cannot forget what happened here. And so what did they try to do? Because they knew in a few generations it would be lost in yeah. the consciousness of people. We we would have we would live through an easy period like we did, and yep. you wouldn't see these signs coming. So what do they do? Well, they try to codify it, like the Nuremberg Code, and yep. for good reason. And yet we've just we still forget. And that's what's so frustrating about it is they did their best efforts through the, all the laws and the ink and paper, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, all these things they put down from the generation that lived through hell, saw how we were able to get there, and they did their damnedest to do it. And yet we still failed because we didn't understand why those rules were written as a society, right? Like there was, yeah. and that's what's so frustrating about it is because it wasn't like there was a conversation in government saying, we are going to suspend our adherence to the Nuremberg Code because we've reached a situation that's that's yeah. unprecedented. They didn't even talk about that. No. They just ignored it wholesale. They didn't say, yeah. hey, yes, there's these warnings from the past, but we're, we're going to ignore them for good reason. Here's why. And like to actually discuss it. They just said, no, we're going to pretend like it doesn't even exist, like we're not even violating it. Well, even even if they had of like addressed the charter at the very bottom where it says for whatever medical bullshit or like the mm-hmm. safety of people, you didn't even address that, though. Like you didn't even say we're suspending. You kept you're just denying and gaslighting. Mm-hmm. And I think with us and the and I know um you're a little bit younger, but and but you're still on the same um brain wavelength as us, like the Gen X, the Xennials. I I think for us, the fact that you're gaslighting us and we were raised by fucking boomers, we mm-hmm. were raised by fucking boomers. You cannot gaslight Gen X. You just cannot fucking do it. Because it raises your brain to automatically go into trauma mode and then question everything. Yeah, that's what, also, just, that's what I was going to say. It's like, yeah. And I was wondering if you guys felt the same. It's like over the last couple of years, and I don't know if it's it's my age or or not, but I, my inner dialogue to question yeah. everything is like going off now. It's not like anything that I see, and maybe it's yeah. just the crap that's coming down the pipe. 
these days, the scams, yeah. but it's like yeah. anything I see is like, oh, I've seen that before. It's a scam. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I just have this, this like Complete other person. Like, it's, Guys, like, we're, it's like an inner, it's like another person like talking to me, like I'm crazy or something. It's just like, mm -hmm. you better think about this from this angle because of this and maybe like it's, take their side, but don't take their side. Just weigh it out like, or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it's your what age. about <laughs> like it's it's your age and it's the fact that you're the honestly like the way we were raised and I guess a lot of us forget some of the stuff but you still get that anxiety and that pit in your stomach I knew the day they called the fucking two weeks to flatten the curve I oh, was God. like this fake like I yeah, sat no, it's not. There in my living room <laughs> and I said yo this fucking fake shit and some people are like oh it took me a bit to wake up dude I'm telling you, my very first Facebook post on in May or in March of 2020 was literally like, if you fall for this, you're fucking stupid. Like, yep. and I love that I get the memories because when these people are like, you knew and you didn't warn us, bitch, every day I have something written every fucking day. And then I gave up on you motherfuckers. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to gather with the other like-minded individuals that are not fucking stupid. Yep. But I, I know it's, it's more than, it's more than just the that part of it's like even like car commercials now i'm just like i've seen this fucking car commercial for like 20 fucking years like come up with a new idea you're not fooling anything you're not fooling me anymore like or anything like yeah. that you know what i mean for someone asked me about the weather today it's just like i see the same guy he passes me every day at the kid's school it's like yeah it's cold today and in my inner dialogue i know you guys think this is crazy when my inner dialogue is like man i wonder how this one thing that humans have in common from the dawn of fucking time is that whenever they meet with each other, they're all like, how's the weather? How's the weather? And I'm just like, from the, the time that cavemen came out of the fucking caves, they're all like, how's the weather? Yeah, weather today. Yeah, yeah. And then tomorrow they say the same thing. I'm just like, oh my God. This, we're, I, don't even do the, I don't even do the weather thing anymore. Like, I, so I'll be at the store like today and some random walks in. It's not random. It's a normal person that sucks your energy. So on these people, I walk right to the back. I'm like, I go into the back. I let my partner deal with them. Cause I'm like, peace out bitches. I got, I have no patience for fuckery. And no. the one guy I didn't get out in time and he's like, so it's sunny out today. And I was like, yeah, but it's still cold. And I'm like walking. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not talking about the weather. And I got this thing and I don't care if you smoke weed. Like I don't, I don't, it's, it, it's not my vice because I'm paranoid, but I got this thing with like, the smell is like making me throw up. Like it's, it's fucked. Like, it, I don't know. And my son, like, I'm like, you have to keep the garage open now when you smoke. Cause it's like, I'm walking out and I just want to like puke. So this guy just reeks like it. And I was like, I can't even, I'm going to puke. Well, I've heard that what helps um, when you're nauseous is to smoke some weed. So <laughs> I'll think I, Indica I'll think I peed my pants for fucking an hour and I'll ask you, are my pants wet? Like, did I pee myself? Like, I love shrooms, though. The The weird thing is, like, I can do shrooms, no problem. Except if I do too funny. much shrooms, then I you think my puke. legs are rubber. And then I start doing ballet dances to get my drink because my legs are <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm a fun time. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's a mess. Like, it's just a mess. <laughs> hey, did you guys see that you're only allowed two drinks a week now by the new uh, Health Canada shit? Two drinks? Uh -huh. But we can drink 10 Aren't... liters of Coke, though. 
but aren't Lucky Charms healthier than like whatever Steak. else was on that list? I love that's what it was, right? I love paint thinner. Paint thinner, it just mm. it tastes so delicious. Good. And you know what? Magically delicious. Ingredients. <laughs> if you looked up ingredients, you would understand that paint thinner is like the third ingredient in Lucky Charms. That's what like, makes it magically delicious. They could put mushrooms on inside the, the mini wheats. <laughs> and then you'd have a truly a magically delicious breakfast cereal. You know? Right. But I saw in I can't remember which country it was, but in the grocery stores, they literally like blocked out like if Sable was Was it Mexico where they Mexico. blocked out the images? Yeah. So your little child isn't running down the aisle and being like, look at this cartoon character, yeah. I want to eat it. Like it's like cigarette, like, it's fuck. like cigarette boxes. Yeah. And I I kind of wonder now. Are they going to do that to egg, like crates, crates of eggs? Because they cause strokes now, all these excess strokes. So I'm going to wonder, Very take that nice point. pastoral scene of a chicken walking around with some grass in behind it off the label and just put on there like there's some diseased, awful heart like they yeah. have on cigarette packaging? No, well, I mean, we're not going to have to worry about that because we're not going to be allowed to eat chicken anyway, chickens or so, eggs or anything. Well, here's the that thing feature. that Nate was telling me on the break was that eggs are going extinct. Oh, it's, yeah. in the, it's in the feed. So um, yeah. a lot of the I've been following a lot of the farmers right now, and they've sent their feed into labs privately. Um, so I, I'm lucky. I've heard about I'm, that. I'm, I'm lucky where I live. Like I'm, I'm actually lucky. We have a lot of eggs. So me and Wheat Kings. I don't know if you guys know him on TikTok. If you don't yeah. follow him, he's fucking brilliant. I love him so much. Uh, we do these things when we go on live, and we do like Canadian cr uh, cribs, and we show each other our fridges. Nice. <laughs> so last week he's like, I can't show you my fridge. I only got like two things in it. I was like, bitch, I got, I have nothing in my fridge, but I got eggs. So I'm fucking rich. I'm fucking rich. Like gold. <laughs> so yeah, apparently a lot of farmers were networking and noticing that their chickens aren't producing eggs this year. Yeah, they weren't. And this is for yeah. months, like for, for quite a while. And, uh, Someone had said, oh, yeah, but one of my hens escaped and went out and foraged for herself for a bit. And all of a sudden, she produced eggs that day. And yeah, so I thought, well, I'll let another one out and see what happens. Oh, same thing. Switch the feed to somebody, right? something local or or something more, you know, um, home-based or, or whatever you call it, more organic, I guess. And, uh, yeah, realized that so definitely something in the feed. And we're trying to... I love to that he didn't take the obvious lesson there, which was, like, maybe just free-range your chickens. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, be... that's, the, that's the whole thing, like, for my area where I live, why I was like, yeah, I can get eggs anywhere, because a lot of the people around here, all free range, like, so, and they're all smaller people, right, like, the, this is, and I, I get when you have larger volume, you want feed, but it's like dog food, you have to be very particular, like, my dogs are allergic to life, I'm very particular if we're not doing raw, I'm very particular on the actual food and it can't have, there's like four ingredients it cannot have. So it's the same with any animals, It's the, but as humans, we get lazy. So we're like, yep. okay, I'm going to buy the cheapest thing because I have a thousand chickens to feed. But we got to understand, like, look, Bill Gates bought up all the land in the fucking states. He owns some of our railway. It's, yep. it's nuts. And who's responsible and then you got to look at the amount of shit they're spraying so now these animals are eating shit that's not even nutrient poison yeah it's, it's all of it right? well like this is this is one of the big arguments for regenerative agriculture as a whole but when you look specifically at cattle 
and grass-fed cattle versus uh, feedlot yeah. cattle, cattle are supposed to eat grass. Like absolutely, there was there was about the same actually in terms of mass of ruminants, four-chambered stomach bovine creatures like cattle in bison when Columbus landed. Right, uh, there was you know seventy million bison on the Great Plains of North America, which is about equivalent to I think the hundred billion cattle that exist in mm-hmm. North America right now. Unfortunately, most of those are placed in, in intensive agriculture like feedlots and stuff, and they're not yep. grazing grass. What's interesting is that when cattle graze grass, it's actually carbon negative. You sequester more carbon than you take out because one. The cows don't produce all this methane. They produce some, but, but, but hardly any compared to when they are fed soy and corn and, and grains, which they're not supposed to eat. Right. And secondly, uh, cattle graze grass into its high growth stage. And so when you cut grass low, the grass uh, shoots up at a faster growth rate. When it, when it tops out, it slows down. And so yeah. keeping it constantly grazed, this grass is sequestering carbon and it's storing most of the carbon in its roots. Those roots yeah. also go on to... Uh, penetrate the soil, they add water retention, and they create healthy microbiomes of the soil. So when it rains, you don't get runoff, which is a big problem with fertilized, pesticide-ridden agriculture. And on top of all of this, in grain specifically, because the way we grow them, they're all GMO, and they're all genetically engineered to withstand some level of glyphosate. The herbicide, Monsanto sells both the seeds and then the herbicide, uh, in Roundup to uh, to kill off all the other pests, the insects, the microbiology of the soil, everything that makes it good and nutritious. But they've found that these um, that the glyphosate herbicide, the active ingredients in it that are actually doing the pesticide action isn't glyphosate. It's glyphosate's a carrier, and they're using heavy metals just like they did back in the old days with DDT, which was Perfect. arsenic, but due lead. To trade, yeah, lead, uh, cadmium, all these heavy metals. But due to the trade secret laws, they don't have to disclose the other chemicals in the formulation. They only have to disclose what they call the main method of action, which is uh, glyphosate. So they're hiding all these toxic heavy metals in there. And what's interesting about uh, like like corn or or, doing uh, it with our own food as well. Right. Oh, absolutely. We're eating the same stuff. But what's interesting about wheat um, is that it stores the majority of the heavy metals in the bran of the wheat, which we grind up to make flour. And so flour is just a heavy metal fucking powder that we're all ingesting. And this is the same shit that you're feeding to these cattle and you're making them sick. Typically why they don't grain fed cattle for more than six months. They'll range them or they'll they'll feed them on something natural and then they'll finish them on grain because they get so sick after eating this for like six months. And so it's just like we've, we went too far in this industrialized agriculture system. They sold us on the method to, oh, we can fertilize it and chemically salt the earth, literally, and you'll need more and more of our product all the time. It's the exact same tactic that they use with the vaccines. Oh, yes. you only need one vaccine. Now you'll need 10, right? Every yeah. month you need a vaccine. And <laughs> so that's this. 27. 27. Get the numbers right. Oh, no, yeah. Um, but speaking of the heavy metals, so I do a lot of natural wellness on the side and we have a, a scanner. So it scans your biomarkers. Say it works the same as like a Fitbit, whatever. Um, the amount of heavy metals. And this is prior to 2020, like, because now we know where a lot of the, it's really sad when people come and they've been jabbed and we see their results because this one's heavy duty. Like it scans your whole system and it shows us everything where you're inflamed, everything. The heavy metals since like 2018 we're off the fucking charts like 
off the charts and people got to understand what we're eating, whether like, I think people think that once it's cut up, everything disappears. Like they're, they're not, you can't cook it out. Like, and the best thing my doctor ever said, and I had a, a good doctor, he's retired now, but, um, when, after I had my daughter, one boob was way bigger than the other, like extremely bigger. And I went to the doctor and I was like, what the fuck is like going on here? And he's like, do you eat, do you eat a lot of meat? And I was like, I, I do. Like I had chicken at lunch because I'm trying to lose weight, eat salads. And then, you know, at dinner we'd have steak or pork chops or something. He's like, I need you to limit your meat intake because it is affecting your hormones. And I was like, you know what? That's smart. We are women eating female animals that are dosed with high hormones and we are already full of hormones. So for yep. the women that are so hard on themselves for the weight, for everything, it's, it's, it, you could eat so fucking healthy and still be fat. And yeah. it is, I, I'm there. So like, I'm like, what the fuck? But I get it because it's what's in, no matter how I try to stay healthy, like I garden outside, they're still spraying shit. Doesn't mm. fucking matter. Well, yeah. and it worries, what worries me just to kind of tie this all together here is that if we let the chickens eat the bugs, there's not going to be any for us. <laughs> it's true. So, Steph, I want to ask you an important question, and, and we'll save the, the other important question for the next segment. But All right. What, what are you watching on YouTube? Is there anybody you subscribe to or or Rumble or or any of that? No. No? Okay. No. Um, do you want to Do you want to plug any of your – how many accounts you got now on TikTok? 22? <laughs> oh. Right, right now I have three active accounts on TikTok. Uh, one of them, my private account, so that my trolls can't get me, is the "Let's Try This One Now." Um, That's my and, favorite then, and, one. and the one that I, blah, 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 the one that I'm in timeout on right now for family swear time is um, maybe this one now. Hmm. And then uh, my my resurrected <laughs> account from 2021 is uh, Miss Chief 89.3. Hmm. yeah okay. that's me <laughs> and I, so, yeah, I think i need I to adopt really family YouTube swear time pardon i think i need to adopt family swear time because my kids are coming up with their own swears like they're really young yeah. they're like poop and dumb and yeah <laughs> and i wanted my, <laughs> i didn't want my kids running around the 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 schoolyard calling people dumb dumb stupid heads i want them to call them like appropriate <laughs> profane terminology because then they're the cool kids that know the profanity <laughs> but it's you funny know, how they they, my kids silly. have like developed their own like maybe if i stub my toe or like spill something spill something and i'll like swear or something and i'm like oh man i shouldn't have done that in front of them like i let it slip yeah. but now they've like adopted that for themselves with their own words it's just like my daughter so my, she's my like three she's like poop is on the moon the pizza like whenever they would, whenever they would be playing and my kid would say pizza, it, it can, my daughter would be like, he's saying the F word. And I'm like, he said pizza, but it was the word fuck. Right. But I, I have older kids. So I have a 21 year old and a 20 year old. And let me tell you, being open how we are, and there's no parenting book, but being open and not hiding language and whatever, my parents hid language. And let me tell you, if I said fuck in the house, I got beat with a belt not raising my kids that way has actually raised great kids. So the family swear yeah. time, amazing. Like 
and and like again not getting him in trouble for saying pizza because that's how he's expressing his fucking language and i swear so much that i'm like shit i'm really lucky these kids don't go to school and call people fucking (laughs) or have tourette's like I say motherfucker so often that like I don't I I'm my, like oh. my dirtiest one right now and I hate the word but I just can't stop saying it as fucking guns. Like no, I like that I one every once like in a while. The, I don't like the word but I'm just like can you stop being a fucking cunt? <laughs> I had a genius friend a well years ago. Placed, a well placed cunt is like the best term to use for somebody who's just like really like they just really under your skin like we wouldn't need to say it we wouldn't have needed to need to say it if people hadn't acted like such cunts for the last three fucking years exactly (laughs) i would i think my language has gotten so bad in the last three years i don't think i've i swear this much I, I think that the last three years has been fuck my like it's just my anthem like yep. and that's the thing like it's the new I'm um ju- I'm just so mad about where we are that I just it's fuck it fuck yep. it fuck this fuck your mom fuck your sister fuck your brother fuck your like I'm done and that I like where do like the and like Nate I know you always ask this where do we go from here where the fuck do we go because I'm mad like and I'm bitter and I'm, I'm sad. Like I, I, and the sad thing with us being who we are and being, you know, in the reality that we are, we're watching all of this shit play now in real time. And we're yep. like, you guys still don't fucking get it. Like all we can do is scream fuck. How That's many it. times can I take, how many times can I say, I told you so to people that I love? I don't even you say know? I told you so. All I say, I don't even say I told you so. All I do is this now. Because yep. I'm in that, so I do natural wellness. So the main question I get, the, especially the last four months is, what do I do for my heart? What do I do for this? Why am I so inflamed? And I'm like, because you have spike protein running through you. I don't know. But, and, and here's the thing. I, I'm in group on Telegram with naturopaths, legit doctors. Yeah. And um, they have no answer. Nope. The only answer so, that I've heard, this and is I've heard it from a few- this is I, unprecedented for sure. If for clearing spike, the only thing that I've heard, and I've heard it from like Dr. McCullough and Dr. Pierre Corey and a few others, that they're having some success breaking up these spike amalgamations that our people are getting with natokinase, yeah. which is a very popular supplement over in Japan. It comes from fermented soy, I believe. They've been using it for a very long time over there. And for whatever reason, I don't know the mechanism behind it, but it's helping break up some of this you know tree root but that's growing in people's it. veins but yeah. we're having a problem getting it here well i i, just thought, I did <laughs> see a report the other day and hopefully we can get to this when we come back to um using um corn silk so the actual so yeah apparently the silk inside the husk of corn you can boil it and it can be used to make a poultice right, and draw out infection. It can also be um, digested, drinking the water after you boil that that corn soak down from inflammation, headaches. Um, people have used it for um, um, balance of your biome and, you know, in digestion. Um, there's been some, some things in circulation as well where they've said, you know, and you got to think people, you know, um, first, first people 
call it however you want, indigenous people, especially Mexicans, where corn, you know, was really popular at the time, they would use every little bit of that thing, right? Like they'd use the use the husks themselves to to cover the huts as a natural water repellent, right? So mm-hmm. just make sure you don't get the GMO corn when you're making this poultice. Well, or the the corn that's meant for just fuel. Oh, the fuel corn. We have a lot of sellouts. My area has a lot of sellouts last year. Debbie, you're so such a bad. downer. Debbie Downer. We're going to call I you Debbie Downer from now on. What do you expect? I thought I'd found you on TikTok, but it was this Debbie that looks like Mimi from the Drew Carey show. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen this. Debbie. I know it's shit talk and we're supposed to shit talk some TikTok here. <laughs> we know what so. Debbie you're talking about. That's who I'm pretending oh to be. <laughs> Everybody knows that Debbie. <laughs> that Debbie's a Trudeau lover. Oh, you see the picture she took and she's like i love you oh god i blocked her a long time ago (laughs) me too i have no time for the beccas or the debbies or the sammies Mm -hmm. sammy Mm -mm. blocked me so sammy blocked me after she uh was like all about alcoholism and whatever and i was like yo don't you help people that have addictions why are you shitting on me i don't have an addiction but i was gonna point out the hypocrisy for sure blocked me and did like 10 videos on me Fucking I think the only reason um Trudeau's wife slept with him is because he went blackface. So like she treated him <laughs> like a black man. That's how they made the babies. That's my my theory, my conspiracy theory. Well, speaking of gut curdling people, <laughs> I've got a little story here about uh, a gut curdling fella. Oh. So I was I just came back to work here and uh, my first day back, I was talking with another employee there and he's like I got to tell you a story, man. I was like, what? He's like, my girlfriend, her best friend's over in Calgary and she was visiting with friends and they went out and they're partying, they're dancing and drinking. And she starts dancing with this guy and I found him cute or whatever. And they start making out and everything. And this guy really tries to get her to go home with him, like really trying to hook up. And she's like, no, no, like I'm out with my girlfriends. Like, you know, I'm going to stay with them tonight kind of thing. But I guess he was just really, really aggressively trying to get her back, but she didn't. She woke up the next day with just this fucking huge rash over her face. Apparently, it was just incredibly itchy and terrible. So she goes to the doctor. The doctor swabs it, said, we're going to get back to you with some results. And uh, so she's at home itching and um, gets a call from the doctor's office. And they say, we got your results back. The RCMP are going to be contacting you to tell you more. So she waits around. What could this be? The cops call her and say, hey, the bacteria that we found on your face is only known to come from corpses. And so it turns out they find this guy and in his basement, he's got two dead girls and he's a fucking necrophile. Yeah. Is that not the craziest fucking story you've ever heard? I was like within two degrees of separation. I was like, that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Wow. Yeah. I've seen that. Jesus. What relation? So is that a relation to Picton or how does he, how's he connected to Trudeau? That's my question. Oh, I was they just saying because they're both gut, gut, gut curdling. Yeah, gut curdling. They, they, they all are. Like even picked in, like um, he denied his shit and said he was taking the fall for other people. We know, like this is the thing. And I, I now that the Americans, especially after what Tucker just said, after the Americans are now paying way more attention to us. Can you guys do a like rabbit hole deep dive into Picton Farms? I wrote that on a couple of creators thing. I'm like deep dive. Cause you guys got way more access to info than we do. Yeah. And 
you have to understand Canada is one of the most shadiest countries. We're free and we lived under this fucking veil that we were the a great free country. And now when we learn our history and our past and the truth, it's really fucked up. That's so why I'm like, y'all martyring for this stupid shit, but people don't have clean water. A simple shower. Like, yeah, y'all sitting there being like, y'all, you guys are transphobes and homophobes. Why you care? Where's the water? Because I don't care what the fuck you call me. Where's the water? Yeah. Well, yeah. and they still they still can't figure out all these missing indigenous women on like the highway of tears up north. Well, we in know DC. where they are. Well, we, we know, know where they, they are. are. Yeah, we, but, we know where they are. But this is the thing. You're like, for, as far as a society is concerned, you're like, we've got all this money and resources to just piss away because into the wind. Spend on is- gigantic fucking inflatable ducks. But they're, but they're so, like, here's the thing, though. Like, the ones that are virtue signaling and martyrs, you guys are the racist, homophobic, misogynistics. Because the views that you are accusing others of is you. Because you Confession deflect. through projection, right? Right, you yeah. deflect. You don't know us. You don't know our children. You don't know our households. You don't know our family. My family's not all white. I have LGB in my house. Like, you, mm-hmm. you don't know us. So when I, I get, like, I'm like, I don't even care at this point when you call me names because you have no fucking idea who the fuck I actually am. But you don't even give a shit, though, that you can go and dig for a mummy and tell the exact cause of that mummy. But we have how many unmarked graves right now that you can't even tell if it's a body there? Stop. Stop it. Because, yeah. like, it's lies. It's bullshit. And this country is just fucking ridiculous. But it's all these people that were bullied in school that now have this freedom to go out and bully people that they see fit. And and how do you know that we weren't bullied? Like, th- this is the fun fact. We might be more outspoken because of how we were treated when we were younger. You have no idea about any of us. But the key, like, I just, the hate. I get the hate just fucking drives me nuts. And, and I don't see them really as humans bad. anymore. Like, Steph, you got to admit, like, the amount of hate that you take, you just can't see the people, you, humanity anymore. I, like, I am all team humanity. And I, like, I fucking hate people. Like, I hate people. <laughs> when, like, and it's the weirdest phenomenon. I fucking hate people so much. But then I sit down with an individual and have a conversation. And I'm like, oh, man, you're kind of fucking awesome. But then... They go out into the wild with their other friends. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I don't fucking like you. Oh, that's because when people get together yeah. and they talk about things, they like convince each other of these, yep. this bullshit. And like my own dad, like my own dad, when the convoy happened, he was like, oh, yeah, it's a bunch of racists. And I'm like, sir, like, excuse you? Who I'm, I'm a what? <laughs> like... I went like, like he's come around fact. now. He's he, like he's come around now because he's had conversations with other people outside of just me. He's like, well, Steph, you're just like you know, you're 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 a special case in this situation. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like Fun I'm fact. not. Fun fact: I went to the convoy, so and my heart was calling, and I had no one to go with, and I lived three and a half hours away. Oh. And I did a Facebook or a TikTok, and I was like, if anyone wants to go, just uh, message me. So someone in Ottawa was like, come to my house, park in my driveway, and we'll Uber it up to Parliament Hill. And then a girl messaged me, and she's like, I really want to go to the convoy with you. 
I love you, whatever, whatever. She's a teacher and she is a immigrant from India. Nice. Do you want to talk about racism at the convoy? I can tell you full force that I literally went with two different demographics. I went with a liberal and yeah. somebody not from here. That's awesome. So I like, know it's I, amazing. I'm so sick of it. And like when you, you had to be at the convoy, like people were walking up and hugging us and telling us their stories. I got vaxxed yep. for a job. I got fired. I'm sick. And now I'm dying. Like you got so many stories from people and you all like I, I shed so many fucking tears because I don't know what it is with me that people thought I could just go and talk to you probably because I understand it mm-hmm. but I don't get it like at, and to be so hateful it's just what we were talking about earlier they were telling people what to think instead of asking the people yeah. themselves how yeah. they think or why they think what they think and that's yeah. what was so frustrating about it is because yeah you're pilloried as a racist or a misogynist or unacceptable views. You name any of the pejoratives that the prime minister used, and let alone what the media and the other people were saying. And yet, when you were among them, when you went and talked with the people there, it was all just an outpouring of love. There was no bigotry involved. There was no talk of race or anything like that. It was it was a union. It was a community of just people coming together to have conversations and realize, hey, I'm not alone here. Hey, this is pretty crazy, right? You know, this is what I experienced. And it's just like yeah. some of it was heartbreaking. Some of it was inspiring. People came. I noticed that at the protests around here. It was people from countries that had already gone through darkness. Hungarians and uh, Romanians and, you know, all around the world. These people who immigrated here and they're like, we we know this. We're, we lived yeah. it because you guys are too far removed. Like we're talking about World War Two yeah. was your last you know, foray into this craziness when you've had a pretty good sense. We, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, we left there because of this shit that was going down. It's fresh to us. And we're telling you, this is where it's headed. If, if you go, if queen of the house, she's a, a, a wicked creator. She's funny. She's fucking great. She's amazing. Know, right. So yeah. um, she's one of the first people that I connected with off this app. And I'll tell you right now, queen of the house, she's not from here. And she will tell you, where her parents fled from, how close we are to what they fled from and what she sees. And I'm like, I'm not understanding when you have people telling you this, what they are seeing, what they are hearing, what they are knowing, and you are ignorant and you are not listening. They call us ignorant, but difference is we listen to the stories. We hear Mm -hmm. them. Like we, we got you like we uh, like, and that's the thing. Queen of the house. I talked to her outside of the sap. Like I, I know shit that that girl's been through you know like not allowing ivermectin into the hospital when her dad was sick like there is a lot and and like i said to her because now we're understanding ivermectin is actually good so now there's a lawsuit what you choose to do with that i'll help you every fucking step of the way i have healthcare workers that were forced to take the job that are in the ontario one again and we don't hear about this they are in the one in ontario and there is 290 people in it. And Rocco Galati is actually the one leading it. So, you know, when his name's behind it, there's enough evidence. Yeah, it's serious. And, and when she wrote her statement, and I went through this with my best friend, how to get vaxxed for her job. When you're 
like every avenue you went down and you, then you get the termination letter and she's bawling while she's getting the shot on the fucking phone with me. It's such a loss. And when she writes the statement that says, I feel like I've been violated worse than I've ever been violated in my life. And as a woman, when we say worse than, we can all understand what worse than means. Yep. You know? It's like it, you're you're completely destroying everything that you've ever believed in. Yep. And you're having all of your values stripped from you. Everything. everything. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And like that, that's, and, and that's what I mean. Like we're, when we get out of this for a little bit, because that's what will happen. We'll get pretend real life for three years. We have a lot of trauma. Like we, we really, we really do have a lot of trauma. And for us to come down from that trauma is going to be, everyone's like, why is everyone fighting? You know why? Because everyone's coming down from having like-minded, being like-minded and now personalities come in and we all don't have to agree or like personalities. But, and yet, that, but but to bring your drama online, though, is a whole fucking different shit show. Yeah. You know, there's still people, this is what, it totally shocks me. There's still people on TikTok saying that the WEF has nothing to do with Canadian government. Oh, for God's sake. Et cetera, et cetera. Yet they, then they came out with that, that paper signed in 2020, right? For the, uh, the charter yeah. agreement. Yeah. They snuck that one through pretty quick, saying, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, partner up with the World Economic Forum here, right? So, Well, Chris Schiaflino was just speaking for him up on the stage, so I don't know how they put two and two Didn't together. Did she just there, take but... a job with them or something, too? Well, I Probably. think we hear that she's going to resign. That seems to be the... Good. Yes, but motherfuckers, I said February, <laughs> and I've been saying February forever. February. So you're at 38 or 39 now? <laughs> Then we're going to go into an election because his puppet puppet master's gone. I also yep. said that her goal or end term goal was NATO or UN. Yo, I'll mm -hmm. pull the videos from fucking two years ago. I fucking said this shit. I think it's on our podcast. I really do. I, I'm pretty sure you mentioned that during your podcast. It. Yep. I've been screaming it. And people are like, you're just a crazy bitch. You know nothing. I'm like, I know more than I allow... I allow y'all to think I'm fucking stupid, but realistically, I'm actually really not. <laughs> I so totally play out that dumb blonde. <laughs> so, Stephanie, have you found a way to keep your TikTok account secure? No. Or safe? There's no, no. safe space on TikTok, it seems, right? No. Not for no. anybody. So one of my accounts, not... like I said, I have one account that's privatized, and I'm hoping that I'll be able to save that one, but like... I don't know. I've been on account on on an account warning on that one since like the third day. Okay, so, so we always like to ask our guests at this point in the show, where do we go from here? Steph, where where do we go from here? That can be short term, long term, globally, locally. Okay, so like I mean, I called for revolution before the convoy and we got super close and I was really proud of Canadians for like 3 weeks. <laughs> And now I'm almost fucking embarrassed because they are right back to the same fucking shit. So, I mean, where do we go from here? Apparently fucking nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and right into 15 minute cities. 
straight into communism is where we're headed. So unless people start to stand up for themselves, and this is what I have been saying, if we as individuals do not start standing up for the rest of Canadians, we're going to be in the same fucking position two weeks down the road, two years down the road, two decades down the road, because everybody's fighting for themselves instead of fighting for everyone. I say that too. I say until it affects them personally, they will not say shit because we live in such a selfish, narcissistic society. It has to affect you. So when these losers, actually, I just had someone that was like, I like biking. Like, I like your four followers, you dumb fuck. (laughs) Like, (laughs) these 15 minute cities are leading us into communism. Yep. 100%. Well, and the I've whole been to Cuba many times I can fucking see it. Again, what shocks me is there's there's um I can't remember the creator's name and I'm I try to forget it, but he's he's literally saying, "Oh, you will owe nothing. You will be happy." I've never read the book. He admits I've never read I the did. book, but but oh, you read guys don't realize we're already doing that. And even when you pay a mortgage, you don't own it until you're done the mortgage. Or if you lease a car, you never own the car. So we've been already not owning nothing for a long time. Like not cluing in to the connection between government and the WEF, which is, you know, literally an elite run, you know, social gentleman's club. Right. They already live in 15 minute cities. I don't know what the fuck. You do. It's it's all lingo. It's all lingo. If you live in a city, everything you need is in 15 minutes. If you live in a small town, everything you live in 15 minutes. I understand. Hold on, Lindsay. I understand what you're going to say. Hold on. It's all the lingo they're trying to get into your brain so they can separate you, right? Okay, but the the purpose of the 15-minute radius is so that when you step out of your district or your zone, someone is notified. That's not freedom. No, no, no. Like here's the. But I'm just saying they're already. It's already in place. I don't. You know that they're just going to add that rule. Your social credit score, then you're not going to be able to go to the grocery store. You're not going to be able to put gas in your car. You're not going to be able to put your kid on the fucking school bus. You're not going to be able to get on the city bus and go to your fucking job because. You know what I see happening? You said shit on the internet. Do you know what I see happening? Because the leftists are so full of hate. They're the ones that are going to get the dings. Like, they're the ones that are going to be like, I set up for this shit. And then it's like, you you told someone you hope they die. You like, you took a baseball back to a protest. (laughs) It's never going to happen. But like, listen, I, to walk to the closest grocery store to me is a four hour walk. Jesus. A walk. Like it's, it's like not close. I don't live anywhere that is a 15 fucking minute city to myself. You want me to go to the pharmacy? Four hours. Like you want me to ride my bike? Three and a half hours. I'm a lazy fat bitch. So it's not happening. No wonder you didn't take your shots. You couldn't get to the pharmacy and back or, you know, (laughs) they probably want you to wait outside for a while. So here... In BC, I know we've got like five minutes to go here in the show, but they've just today is the the new anniversary of uh, the grand opening of legalized drugs, two point five grams on the street, three year trial, and that includes fentanyl. Awesome. 
Okay, I'm, I I talked to a nurse the other day. I met a really nice uh, um, ER nurse here, and she was telling me that she is being paid. She's on contract from Alberta, where she resides permanently, um, to be here to be an ER nurse for, I think it's two months. And she's young lady um, here with uh, some people that she went to school with. She was telling me she went to nursing school here as well in the interior. She said the saddest atrocity, because I said to her, I said, well, saddest thing is they need them. They said they can just hire back the ones I fired, period. I said, that goes everywhere, you know. Mm -hmm. um, she said, yeah, she goes, I agree. She said, but what's even scarier is that these girls that I went to school with are now working 12 to 16 hour days here, whereas in Alberta, they have a contract no more than eight at all. Um, she's under that same contract being over here, but she's being paid three times the wage that the equal job is here in, in British Columbia as a temporary, you know, band-aid to fix a staffing issue. But that's also where you walk into the matrix. So you're selling your soul for money. And we got to yep. understand that money is not the be all end all. And yes, money is nice. Like, dude, 2019 was great. I fucking loved my life then. But I will, and this is why I'm having such an issue, what we spoke about before, because I'm like, okay, like, you know, but it's not be all end all, like, but you're selling your soul. And I've always been poor. Maybe that's why I don't feel any need to, to submit to well, anything that's going to make me money, right? Like, I'm like, oh, I can't have a job. All right. Well, I'll, I'll figure it out. You know, we thought <laughs> that we decriminalized drugs before we decriminalized thought. We go into that phase of being trained though, like, and that's the train to the mindset and yeah, that that's where, you know, but with you, you figure it out and you fucking make it work. And that's fucking amazing, but it's gotta be tiring too. Like, it's so I, had, be, yeah. I had this chat with this nurse on the way and said to her, I said, Oh, I said, what do you think about them legalizing drugs? And she goes, I just think it's a bad, bad idea right now. She said with everybody so overwhelmed and shortages of things. Right. And I said, well, here's where I sit. Last time we were at the pharmacy, um, my partner, she needed to get some stuff. And uh, we were waiting at the pharmacy for a good, old, probably hour, hour and a half. with probably about five other people. When you have street junkies that now need their fix and they've got their script and they're in there in the pharmacy, you think they're going to be patient for an hour or an hour and a half? Like this is a totally, you know, everybody's talking about overwhelming this system or, oh, it's a, you know, a shortage of this or a you know supply chain issue with that no this is a total management of resource issue and as people as the resource you know they've done it to us and they've done it to themselves right so that's the why systematic I, I, destruction of our society see because i'm a firm believer and i i even told this this nurse i said i'm a firm believer that if all they did was um screen people at the er and ask them what they're in there for if they're in there for heart conditions, have you taken a jab? Yeah, okay, sorry, can't help you. You did it to yourself. Go out. We got more room for other people. Hey, if Jimmy Fallon can make this joke work, I can. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Anyway, Steph, it's been great having you on the podcast. We hope to have you on again, definitely, and, and give you more time to talk for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Help me warm up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Absolutely. I'm well, this episode was brought to you by Sun City Silver and Gold Exchange, our sponsor. You can find them at the corner of Bernard and Gordon here in Kelowna, or you can reach out by email. They'll ship to you anywhere. 
at sovereignize at gmail.com. That's sovereignize at gmail.com. Use the promo code shit talk and they will get you the best rates on silver and gold so you can protect your assets and not have to eat crickets in the future. (laughs) But thanks again to everybody who came on. Steph, that was great hearing you, talking with you. Lindsay, always, sorry, Debbie, always a pleasure. Mike, (laughs) Nate. Thanks, Thanks again, Blaze. It was See a great night. Thank you, guys. Oh.